1: Yeah, look, I, you know, fairly early on in the piece. I mean, it was it was quite obvious, you know, with obviously with Harry leaving, there was a couple of ways we could have gone about it. Now, you know, I think I've said before, I I don't think you can replace Harry like for like. It just another one of him doesn't exist. So, for me to kind of think, oh well, let's jump into the transfer market and, and bring in somebody who's going to score 25, 30 goals the first year, I just don't think it was realistic. <coughs> um, what I did know about Sonny, like I said, I haven't followed him for a long time, was that you know, he's a great finisher, he's a smart footballer, he's got great movement, he's got a real capacity for, for working and pressing and the stuff I love to do. You know, I love my strikers to do and um, I just thought he, he would be a really good fit for us. Now, you know, It wasn't the only option I was looking at, but it was definitely probably the one that I thought would be the best fit for where we are as a team. Uh, and what we needed, and um even with him, I think, yeah, the more he plays in there, I think um yeah the more the better he'll get in terms of you know really being a goal threat in every game, and uh yeah for us it's a it's a massive uh, massive asset to have. <laughs> He scored against me in the Asian Cup in 2015, mate. That was enough. I saw enough then to to know that he's a a decent goal scorer. So I didn't need any more evidence. So um, like I said, I followed him for a very long time. And, uh, you know, he's always, you know, what you're looking for attacking players is, are they a goal threat? He's always been a goal threat. Good finisher. And um, Joe, last week, was talking about his
0: recruitment or Chelsea's summer. I mean everyone's going on about how good the recruitment's been. What do you what do you put that down to? to 'cause you look at Van der Venia, Beccaria, Gopher Welting, Madison, they've all been hits so far. Hmm. How much were you particularly involved in that, along with the recruitment team? And what would you say the success of
1: that has been? Yeah, well, you know, Yeah, you know, I say success has a million fathers made and uh Faye is a bit of an orphan, so uh, when things go well uh, I I have you know, wherever I've been, I've made sure that I I have the biggest say over recruitment. I don't do all the work, um, but I really think it's an important part of my function. Um, and particularly when I first go into clubs, because, you know, again, I think I've I kind of repeat myself sometimes, I think, but <clears throat> when you first go into a club, there's two measures that people will always kind of, you know, put up against you. One is the results, cause, you know, that kind of. Tells its own tale, but you know, as a manager, and I've certainly had that experience. You can't always guarantee the results early on because you're trying to build something, and there's going to be some ups and downs. The other thing I think you get measured on is the people you bring in, not necessarily the ones you've inherited, because people will say, "Well, you know, they weren't his choices if they're not working out." So, everywhere I've been, the players I've recruited whether it was here at Celtic, Yokohama, my jobs in Australia, yeah, you know, those first few players, I've always Put a lot of stock in that they have to be players who come in and, and have an impact straight away, because at least if the results aren't there, then people see okay, yeah, but there's something building here. And, and the reason I think I've had grace in the past in terms of when the results haven't been there is that you know the players I've bought in, whether that was at Celtic, you know, with Furuhashi and yeah, you know, Jota and yeah, you know, Cameron, all these guys. Okay, we weren't winning, but they saw the players coming in. These these. Are, good players. Um, you know, it was the same at Yokohama. You know, the first few, we signed two or three Brazilians, the results weren't there, but the supporters could see what we're trying to build. So it was important to me um, that, you know, the ones we had to bring in this year had to have an impact straight away. You know, we needed a goalkeeper, you know, and I was so keen on getting Vic in after I'd spoken to him because I knew he'd be the right type. It was the same with Van Der Veen. It took a bit longer, but there was no one else. So... You know the beauty of it is that the club, you know, worked hard to sort of put a list of people together. But I didn't give them three choices; I gave them one because I knew that they would work. And uh, Matters was probably an easy one because he's already a fantastic player. But also saw that he could, you know, come in and, and make an impact for us straight away. So <coughs> I guess from my perspective it's the one area I, I really want strong control over because, like I said, that's, there's only two things I'll get judged on in the early bits. That is, is a team winning and, you know, what kind of transfer have we've done. And just about
0: to Mauricio, mean, have you actually met him before?
1: What was that like? And I know you're, you've been a student going for a long time. How much did you enjoy watching his Tottenham play team? To, to yeah, no, I've, I've, I haven't come across him, as you know, mate. I've lived in a different world for quite a while and... Um, yeah. So, no, I haven't come across him. and um, But, yeah, from afar, great admiration. I think, um, you know, the impact he had at Southampton and then obviously here at Spurs is, is unquestionable. And, you know, he's taken on some pretty big challenges post-Spurs as well, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for. I like a, you know, like managers who take on big challenges. So, um, yeah, great admiration and, and respect for, uh, for his work.
0: Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And just finally, we saw you at the theatre this week. Uh, yes,
1: you, yes. So Kevin he's known for being a Spurs fan. He is. Are no, he's, yes, uh, a yeah, Kenneth, uh big Spurs fan, and, um, yeah, he was kind enough to invite my wife and I to, um, to the theatre the other night, and we, we, you know, we don't get too many nights uh, away from, uh, sort of, the kids and adult time, so we enjoyed it, and um, always appreciate, uh, you know, I, I did sort of had to swat up on King Lear, it wasn't part of the curriculum at <laughs> Parade High, where I uh, grew up, mate, um, so, yeah, I had to do some, some research, um, but... Yeah, like I said, you always learn from life and just, just the appreciation of just seeing people excel at what they do is just, oh, I think it's inspiring, you know, you walk out of there going, out, I don't know how they do it, you know, and, um, so yeah, he was, he was good after, you know, I caught up with him briefly and he uh, was very kind with his time and, uh, yeah, it was all over, you know, how we're going and, uh, gave me some little bits of advice, which, um, you know, I'll ignore, like he'll ignore my advice on acting, mate, so, uh, but, uh, no, it was good, it was, uh. Uh, much appreciated yeah there was a fair bit going on in that play mate Um, yeah and I definitely wanted a better ending than uh, Sir Kenneth had for sure
0: okay we've got five minutes left so we'll go Paul and then finish it down please
1: Well, I think what you just said is, is it really embraced the challenge. He knew, you know, it's 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 a big task coming in to to be, you know, goalkeeper for you know one of the biggest clubs, and you're replacing a, you know, fairly prominent, you know, figure in in the world of football, uh, in that sense. And like I said, the goalkeeping position is one where there is a massive spotlight on because people can, you know, with players you kind of allow them. You know, they have a little bit more latitude. Where if they make mistakes, they always get the opportunity to to kind of atone for them. In a game of football, goalkeepers, you make a mistake, it's pretty much no coming back from it. So it's it's, but he he's just been, like I said, um, really embraced the challenge of. Um, you know, for me, the key thing for us is we got him in early. He came to preseason. I think if he had to come in on the eve of the season, there would have been so much more sort of pressure on him. But he was allowed to sort of bed in. You know, with our pre-season games, uh, for the lads to get to know him. Um, you know, I've said before, Rob Birch has done great work with him. <coughs> it's a really good environment the goalkeepers have with uh, Fraser and Hugo and and Brandon as, as his sort of co-trainers. And um, he's really grown into it. And again, so much upside there because he's, you know, in goalkeeping terms, he's very young still. And he's only really, this is his first big club Um so much more upside in him and um really pleased we got him in. The recruitment team would have um recommended him to you, right? He was someone who was already on the list in UK and he's like Yeah he was on a list, yeah. Were you were you already pretty aware of him before that or did you have to do a deep dive and the you impress politics or having <coughs> having had him Yeah, yeah I no, I was aware of him before um you know it's we you know, I'd done a bit of work with G goal, got like when you when you go into a role you kinda of know and sort of I've got my own sort of data bank of information of people we follow, and... Um, but... Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, um, you know, it, it wasn't an extensive list. But fair to say all the goalkeepers on the list were, you know, of good quality, but there was something in Rick that I saw, um, and particularly after speaking to him, and you know, I just felt he was, this, he was the perfect fit for us. Um, and again, you know, there's always... There's always an element of risk with that, always, and, and you're prepared, but I... I you know, when I feel so strongly about something, I, I'm prepared to take that responsibility if it didn't work out, but I was, you know, I was quite confident it would. And does he have any nicknames, do does he have any sort of
0: nicknames
1: in Yeah, yeah. I'll call him Vic, I don't know. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, who knows, mate? Who knows? Okay, Jason, one we'll very quick one before we finish with Dan,
0: please. Sorry, in an earlier answer, you said um, we just changed the environment.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a process. It's not sort of, you know, a kind of... A lot of it is just behaviours, and, and particularly my behaviour. Um, you know, I think when I'm kind of the new person in the building, I think people are looking at me a lot. So what I do, what I say, how I behave is a fairly good indicator of kind of the environment I want. Um, so, you know, I think, I've again, I've said before that if... If I walk past someone and don't say hello, I think people notice. Uh, If I'm not here first thing in the morning, people notice. If I'm not, you know, really passionate about what what I do, people will notice. You know, if I don't come in here every day feeling pretty blessed that I'm doing something I love, people will notice. So that's your starting point because I think, you know, most people will get a fairly good indicator of what I want by just seeing me, you know, and then... And then you try and get sort of like-minded people around you, and you know the staff we've brought in, whether it's new staff or the existing staff, and hopefully those dominoes fall fairly quickly. And um, and then you sort of people then have a choice about whether they want to be a part of that or um, or not. But yeah, you know, like I said, it's it's it is a process. But I always feel it begins and ends with me because I think I'm. Regardless of what kind of environment I want to set, if I'm not showing or believing in those behaviours, if it's just something I want to do artificially, you know, if I want to be really strict around time and around, you know, how we talk and make rules, then I don't think people are going to respond if they don't see me actually doing it.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's.